Shot nerdy to me, baby. May the best nerdy, best nerdy win. <laughs> I don't. My evil. I I wanted to hear it. It was a long, (laughs) elaborate plan that I thought of in about three seconds to make you do a cackle. Yeah, I feel like I have a natural cackle, but I don't think I have like a fake cackle. And I should really learn that if I want to do any sort of, (laughs) you know, evil acting. Welcome to Talk Nerdy to Me, baby. Where we talk nerdy to you, baby. We are talking. Drag race. race. Happy and Pride Month, everyone. Woo! Pride. Pride is, are we not stepping on my computer? No, that's luck. <laughs> that is <laughs> that is being lucky. <clears throat> it's true. Arwen, get out of the wires. Still need to watch that show. But yes. we're not here to talk about the wire yet. The, no, uh, we're here to talk about you know, drag race and just like that kind of culture. Yeah. yeah. So... Yes. Let's start as we always do from the beginning. Sure. So we are not the like just as a clarification, we are enjoyers of the culture and the entertainment, there's the artistry and all that kind of stuff. We are not active participants in the scene. Nope. Uh that was a one time thing and that was that. It was fun though. Yeah. What, Arwen? She's just interested in the mic all of a sudden. Yep. She will... I guess she's getting revenge on me accidentally putting my head on the bed and finding a meowing lump underneath. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Uh, what? I mean, we're mostly talking about RuPaul's Drag Race today, yep. but where, where did you start with that? With Drag Race? Yep. Honestly... I think it was because of your roommate. <laughs> I really hadn't watched it before, and I knew a lot of people who watched it, and had always. This is exclusive news. I thought you'd already watched a no. few seasons. Really? No. Wow. No. This is genuine reaction. I thought it... you'd watched it before. No. Um, I had like seen bits and pieces here or there, but pretty much, I found out that your old roommate, you know did drag we can call him vance sure it's okay we can call him out in this it's gonna be hard not to <laughs> yeah <laughs> hi <So>, vance <laughs> <laughs> um so vance did drag and i learned about like the lip sync stuff that he did and all that and um we started watching a season with him and i believe it was season 10 or all stars i think it was all stars all stars season two whichever and- came first in the timeline yeah um, and pretty also, much, yeah. like, if I'm gonna watch something, I want to know all the things about it, so I just kind of, like, binge-watched a bunch of stuff in my free time and as, like, my doing work show, and just pretty much caught up on the entirety of Drag Race and got, like, my list of favorites, really went down the rabbit hole of, like, 
lip sync battles and like final songs and like the the changes between like elevation of style of show when different you know categories happened when different things started becoming like the thing when they lost that season one filter the season one filter but like when lip sync started becoming more of like the the staple and like more emphasis got placed on them when you know the trials and tribulations of how should they run all stars the the beginnings of reoccurrences of segments so like snatch game and you know unconventional and then like the different drag on a dime or whatever yeah and like the acting challenges and like what ones and what types started to reoccur more often and just all that kind of stuff so have you seen all of them at this point at least like all the main seasons and uh and all stars yes i mean like i haven't seen all the other country ones and i think i might have kind of skimmed over seasons like one and two <laughs> because <laughs> most are want to do <laughs> yeah but it, they hadn't quite figured out their pacing yet yeah and, and that that was my biggest issue. i doubt that rue even goes back to season for one. the longest time you could not find season one anymore. <laughs> like they, it was like the season we do not acknowledge exists yeah uh yeah so i actually started my interest i mean yeah, it was it was because of vance and everything but because he held for his birthday a lip sync tournament. He did. Which I won the first year. You did. And for then on, I was like, I can never the do this again. The season one filter. I had, I was grateful. That was the time I was grateful for the season one filter <laughs> because I would not be able to, uh, mm. I'm sure, wouldn't be able to make it that far. Well, the next time that we hang out with Vance, we need to make sure he gives me the copy of the filming from the second one that I participated in. Then I can finally make my video reaction to me doing lip sync stuff because I still have never fully watched anything. I participated in two of his lip sync battles. And from as you have told, it was just a blackout moment for you. It always is. Like whenever there's any kind of stage performative thing, I just lose all reality and wake up on the other side that's how i like pulled the ligament in the my inner thigh by dropping into a split because guess what my body really don't do that (laughs) (laughs) but it did but it did um but yeah like i really i think that participating in those gave me a lot more respect for all of it because I really have a lot of fun with performance and being silly and doing all that kind of stuff and so doing all that was really fun and yeah we need to get that from Vance he wants <laughs> to hang out soon yeah there we go it took a whole podcast episode to call out anyway uh, yes yeah, sure <laughs> but uh yeah tried I, it was before. it was just like a file error it was his his file was too big oh There's a joke in there. It was I was I was letting there you, you the There's audience. <laughs> yes, there it is. I was letting the audience, you the audience, have that participation. It's like blues clues for adults. Oh gosh. That's terrifying. Isn't that just like life with what is it, Schmoochie? Death to sh- death to Oh, Shmoochie? Death to Smoochie? Yeah, that one. Oh gosh. That's, that's blues clues for adults. That's and, Barney for adults. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, so let's talk a little bit about oh, some of the seasons. Uh, now I really want to do like a Blue's Clues for Adults like horror video. I mean, that I feel like that's easily done. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Back to the topic at hand. 
which is so let's talk about some of your favorite seasons and queens sure. i don't have a lot of that because i've only seen about i've only seen a handful of seasons so i'm not best at separating out season numbers but i can separate out like Queens in competition. Yeah, so like, what? who are some of your faves? Who do so, you like? So, I love Katya. Besides Alexis for Sale is your number one <laughs> favorite drag queen. That was me when I did that drag. That was Casey's name when he did drag. Honestly, like, we we joke all the time about how Jason, um, your other roommate, <laughs> this, is, this is way too niche, yeah. uh, is, like, gorgeous. Is two it, people, only two people niche? Yeah. Okay. um is like gorgeous and drag but you had like the way that your makeup was in that there's pictures on my instagram if you want to to see it but like you were great like you your face worked really well as a stage drag performer i will take that as a compliment and give it all to jason because i didn't i just sat there i know but (laughs) until it was done your face wore it well though you needed more practice in heels but honestly so do i (laughs) Yeah, it's not something I do on the regular. No, but you were good at it, and yeah, I don't think you would have won any other. No, I absolutely thing. not would not have, and I'm okay with that. I'm just sick of coming in like third slash fourth all the time. <laughs> uh, let's just say I will not. I don't think I would do well in an all stars of. I don't think stuff. I would get invited to All Stars, <laughs> honestly. Anyway, queens. So besides myself, besides who yourself. are your favorite queens that you? So enjoy? I love Shangela. Shangela is great. Shangela is great. I th- is always just I like think, super. Ex- like I love her energy. I think I, I will always have a special place because yeah, I, I think it did come first because I remember I, I had to adjust my brain because the first season of Drag Race that I had seen was All Stars where they eliminate each other. Oh yeah, that was weird. Rather than, you know, lip sync for your life. Well, it, they had been doing lip, it's lip sync for your legacy. I know, all no, stars. I I know, but I'm saying my brain to adjust to lip sync for your life oh, gotcha. was a weird it was kind of It backwards. was a weird turnaround. Yeah, yeah it was a backwards thing for me. But also like the season that you saw was the season Trixie one? Yeah, with Trixie and yeah, Shangela. Yeah, and so that one was even weirder because they had the other queens come back and vote out one queen. Yeah. And I'm just like, if they hadn't done that, I don't know if Trixie would have won. Maybe. Hot take. It's been a while. I don't it's... think Trixie would have won if they had kicked out, if they hadn't had the queens vote out one person. Because it was shady. But, um, other favorites. I love Katya. That is great. I that's been my uh, go to sleep show lately. Has been season seven with Katya. Yeah, Katya's and a lot great. of people that I recognize from, I think most of them were on All Stars three. At least a lot. A of lot them. of them were. There's a lot of like All Stars, or you mean season this with a sprinkling of that? Yeah. <laughs> that's the next All Stars is like season eleven with a smattering of other people. Yeah. Um, I love smattering. That's an interesting word that I will be using now. Yeah, you're welcome to have it. Dictionary says it's a word. Um, I like Sasha Valore, and like I, I fully think that she was not the strongest on her season, but her turnaround in her like her ability to do unique things 
one, changed the face of Drag Race moving forward from that. And started the, like, the quote-unquote, like, reveals. And you always have to have some kind of reveal, reveal, reveal. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I blame her. But <laughs> I her show looks really cool. She has a show called Shadow and Mirrors or something like that. Um, That's just, like, very artsy. And so, like, I, I'm a fan of Sasha Velour. Um, I, I, love... I like seeing that a lot of, I mean, so many of them, in fact. I, I, I like seeing their success in their career outside of drag mm-hmm. race where it's like sometimes it's people that didn't win or even get very far in their season still be super successful outside of the Yay. show um i love bimini <laughs> and, and <laughs> lawrence cheney yeah uh, we we went through pretty quickly i think flew through uh uk season two but i also have like i like the vivian the whole time like I know, people thought she was like. No, I I enjoyed the video. Honestly, like, it it's it kind of put some pressure on the the regular season of Drag Race because I thought it was going to be, you know, we, when we watched the Drag Race UK, I was like, okay, it'll be fine. It's you know more of that. But man, like, some of those queens really turned out in a way that I'm just like, they like on the level of challenge within mm-hmm. the challenges. It's like. They were doing like a live musical and stuff, and people were just doing kicking ass. And I'm like, the the U.S. show needs to step it up a little bit. Yeah, they were doing some crazy stuff. Honestly, the U.S. really needs to step up because the U.K. is kicking their butt. And if they do like eventually do like a joint all stars where they bring in like the U.K. queens over here, they're gonna get their butts kicked. Yep. Is it weird that I kind of want to see that? No, just I like, want to. Especially see the if you UK get... SmackDown. Oh, man, especially if you get some of the really, like, ego, ego-forward queens. Um, that would be really fun. Uh, speaking of forward, uh, Bob the Drab Queen, who's uh, famous for the song Purse First. Yes. Entering a room, Purse First. I love Bob. Uh, Bob is great. Like, Bob is one of my favorites. Full stop. Um, man... I have to, like, think through. There's so many that that's where, like, I have a lot of trouble. And there was a couple seasons where, like, I just didn't care. I really liked um, Got Mick and Simone from this past season. Yeah, this one was the <clears throat> past one. I, I don't know. There's always going to be a lot of debate with every season and specific queens and stuff. And who's good, who's not, which season's bad, which season's good. But honestly, like, going through the, the newest season was a lot of fun actually and mm-hmm. it it's also it, fun you're a fun person to watch it with well thanks i enjoy watching it with you as well i just for me it's the thing that i i struggle with with reality shows and i don't really watch a lot and i've never really watched a lot i only had like a handful that i even had any remote interest in mm-hmm. it's i actually don't like the thing that reality shows crave the most which is drama yeah we kind of either don't watch or skim over the untucked segments yeah i i just it's not something i care about i care more about the artistry and the you know watching the queens show off their designs or you know strut their stuff on the runway participate in all the challenges and stuff like to me that's what's that's the core of it and is what is most interesting me to me and something that you know the thing that's actually like one of the biggest things the best things that the show does 
and it's just only becoming more and more prominent mm -hmm. as the spectrum of sexuality and gender is discussed i think that like one of the things you have to give the show credit for props whether you like it or not having those moments where people discuss their their past but ultimately like ones who talk about where they are in the gender spectrum and everything is and you know just being that open and vulnerable and just saying things in a way that i that people who are still discovering themselves can look to and think oh yeah that's kind of how i feel and everything like i think that's i think that goes beyond the show and is is mm -hmm. monumental and so those little moments of having queen say that you know what i've never you know felt like a a man or a woman and i i've i've found that like non-binary works for me and just having those discussions uh just out on the table is one of the things i look forward to honestly because i like seeing the queens just be honest and and discover themselves because sometimes you know the through the course of the show they're also discovering themselves it's true and there's so historically ooh, my voice historically um rupaul and drag race have faced a lot of flack for that yep. and it's so it's something that they've actively worked on addressing to some extent by like letting like allowing things outside of the the gender norm and like the expected contestants of drag race to participate and there's been quite a few people who have been on drag race previously that have then come out as like non-binary or transgender and their continued participation i think is also a good showing of that yeah and i just i like the thought of having now especially because they've addressed it and are dealing with it and you know even someone like rupaul can learn and grow mm -hmm. and you know no one's perfect but the I, I i like seeing the growth of the show in that aspect in its inclusion but i just you know it does my heart good i almost feel emotional about it it does my heart so good to think that some young person seeing this and seeing someone be so out and proud and open about themselves in that way uh and having someone to relate to you know like that mm -hmm. that could be everything for somebody just the existence of a got mick you know on on a show that they watch could do so much for someone mm -hmm. and so like i don't know it again it's something that's become more and more prominent especially since we're seeing uh more inclusivity that way that also it just it does my does my happy little heart proud yeah and i would say like equally watching a lot of their stories about like the communities that they've come from mm -hmm. and just the trials and tribulations that they face you've had queens talk about having to do time in prison and like the recovery from that recovery from addictions um just coming out in general you know the there's a lot of stigma about being uh black and queer and that's an area where a lot of like drag queens get to touch upon and like provide a safe space that maybe they themselves didn't get for a lot of things uh to segue from that a little bit uh, another example let's talk a bit like simone in mm -hmm. her in the most recent season was so cool and yep. so bomb about that and just you know 
and just proud yeah and i think that drag is an excellent avenue to just be like mic drop boom here's my statement deal with it and it's just to have that literally interwoven Mm -hmm. with their art is super super cool to, to see and yeah no it's 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 why I, I come back and I've it, been... Because there was a little bit... I, I was just like, I don't know if I really care or I'm interested in the show too much. But I just... I always kind of held on to that and the artistry of it. And just seeing now more and more just the the, the powerful that messages that people do you, and how they get it across. It's it, just... it, you, can, you see a lot of evolution of uh, activism in art. Mm-hmm. Even with, th- in, with things like drag. Um... Let's go to, like, more fun. How, are there any queens that you can call out that you think are some of your favorites? Uh, I mean, I, again, because it was the first one, I just remember and enjoy uh, Trixie, Mattel, and Shangela. Uh, I just remember them as standout, standouts of their all-stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, since I'm going through it right now, it's fresh in my mind. Uh, Katya, again, is mm-hmm. really cool. I think as far as, like, I, I might cheat a little bit and go, because I know them more by seasons, mm-hmm. I know you're more like queens because you've seen yeah. everything, but since I don't, I kind of have them blocked by seasons in some ways, but I think my favorite overall season might be this most recent season of UK. Mm. It was just really good. It was really good. And... I, I would say I just felt myself the most engaged and impressed by a lot of the I mean the turnaround of Bimini Bambulash is Yeah, their their transformation from pre uh quarantine to post quarantine was insane. Yeah. Completely insane. Um I would say my favorite overall season might be i think season two of all stars like i just really like that season i mean yeah that it i i have to i have to agree with that too no that's not the one you saw season three no i did see season two did you oh no wait no 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 the shangela was season three shangela right? was season three okay see i'm not i'm not good with season that. two is the season that katya is on okay then season three was the one that i really like uh, season three is also very good. I think I just go back to season two because I enjoyed it just a little overall more. But season three has one of my favorite lip syncs ever. Money, 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 <laughs> money, 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 money. I love that so much. It's so stupid. It's it. I watch it sometimes just to feel happy. Yeah. The I mean, talk about like memes and things that have come out of Drag Race. Like the I one of my favorites that I've seen recently is just. Uh, when th- people go out in public, um, when people are b- out in public again and you don't have to wear a mask, it was just a, I'd like to keep it on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man. I, she's an interesting one. Uh, it's interesting also seeing, Valentina. now that I'm becoming familiar with a lot more queens and seeing them in a lot of other things, it's like, right, I mean, like- Watching in the Heights and, oh, hey, Valentina. Yeah. Although 80% of it is just, oh, hey, Shangela. Yeah. Because <laughs> hey, she works. everywhere. Uh, she works. But, you know, another season that I also... Also, the other one that works a lot is uh, Willem. 
And Willem, I didn't get the chance to really like on his season, but I like the stuff he does outside of it. Yes. Do you know? Do you know what season? I don't remember. It's not a pop quiz. It's he like a, which one? was disqualified. Oh, I there's so much again. I cannot stress enough. There's so much that I haven't seen yet or am not familiar with. So I'm still like a drag race baby, even though I've seen a few seasons. You're a drag baby. I'm a drag baby. Yes, I have. Are there um of the like mini competitions within the show are there ones that you think of or are there even like even lip syncs that stand up for you like i I, i'm all about that money 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 uh i mean i i like a lot of the like also i get so emotional baby (laughs) i like just seeing a lot of the the acting challenges because much better much better from UK season one. Uh, I, I I enjoy the good and the bad because, you know, as an actor, there's always room for growth. And like even when sometimes the the quickest way to learn as an actor is to just totally bomb. Because mm-hmm. there's sometimes I'm like, oh, God, that was terrible. But I learned how to not do that again. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, a lot of the queens don't have an acting background. And so to see, you know... I, <laughs> And sometimes the ones that do fail the hardest. It's true. And so I, that's an interesting thing for me. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I go back and forth on Snatch Game because Snatch Game has some of the best moments and also some of the most cringiest moments. Yeah, it's true. And so, you know, I know that's kind of the appeal of Snatch Game is just like, a, well, you're going to get some of the best and some of the worst. Uh but it's really hard to be in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And I feel like maybe UK season one was the one that had the most positive, like the the big, the best ratio of good to bad maybe. performances that I've seen so far. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Any of like the little performance ones, I, I just tend to enjoy. I, I usually like seeing what the final like what the big song of the season is like bing bang bong <laughs> <laughs> but like those are ones that stick with me a lot is like what's the big song that they have to do that season i don't always like their their specific verses and sometimes that's really cringy but i like seeing what it is and like seeing how they react to doing that kind of stuff yeah uh and I like anything that makes them make stuff in the moment. So whether it's the unconventional challenge or like whenever they do the decorating puppets. I was, yeah, that's what, when you, you said that, that reminded me of the, the puppet things. I really do enjoy that. <laughs> I w- they need to do more of that because just it, the the reading bit, I can take or leave. Yeah. I mean, it's it can be fun sometimes, uh, but the, the puppet thing just puts it on a whole other level and it's just even if they're not doing the best it's still funny yep. and it's just i also just like seeing little puppet versions of the queen i think it's great um <laughs> uh, i don't know i i just like seeing i i wish more uh seasons would be i mean you can't force it you just you never know how it's gonna go mm-hmm. but i one of the things i liked about the most recent u.s season is 
how close the final queens got and how you know tightly knit they became and yeah and so i i don't know i just like that even like i would watch 40 minutes of queens getting along rather than you just the the drama and the arguing and stuff because i'm like i don't know i just like seeing people happy and you know i don't care if that (laughs) what that does for ratings or anything yeah i mean i I agree i i just i guess in addition to some of the challenges i just like the the bits of them just kind of goofing off together and you know getting to know each other yeah i agree i like seeing people form like good relationships um though i will say like sometimes the abrupt change of opinion on people is interesting should we say (laughs) oh that was mine uh yeah the the most recent u.s season we had some flip-flops yeah we had a queen that we both really enjoyed and then we're just like nope nope and then we had a queen that we were both like nope and then we're like okay she died but she died yeah uh and that is an interesting thing, and it's not, you know, it's just kind of... Yeah. It, I just find, find it interesting. It's interesting that, within our, ourselves. Yeah, and, and it kind of shows, like, the evolution of different people on different seasons. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, we were super cool with Yuka for a while, and then we're just like, no. no. And then we're, we weren't really fans of Candy, and then she just kept you know being candy fighting fighting her butt off to to and was in it to win it and won me over yeah, i was like thanks. she's she's fun i i like her now a lot more um let's see i i don't have a lot of i don't have a lot of seasons personally uh i think the first one that i saw that was a regular season was 10 uh i think think it was the season with miss cracker okay. miss cracker on it we definitely watched that one and your... aquaria yeah the same season yeah. yeah so i think that was the first uh, Aquaria is also one i season. turned my mind around on yeah it aquaria was one it was like you know it it's interesting how they try to paint queens as villains and mm. stuff air, i air quote because it doesn't always work and sometimes even like you know the meanest queens i'm like ah, i mean i yeah i don't i can kind of see where they're coming from like i don't know i feel like oh it's, it's the whole thing of like there's this desperate... they've won this whole time they need to let someone else win it's a competition yeah it's like if that is your problem with them that is not a problem with them that that is, is a, with that yourself. is a you problem that is a not you a problem. them problem exactly uh yeah, I sorry. Just... That's that's the stupidest thing in every competition show I've ever watched. And I watch like a fair amount of competition shows because I like like creative things. So like I've watched Project Runway. I've watched like other things that I can't think of right now. The Great British Bake Off. No, they're too nice. <laughs> Them and see, that's what I like though. I like that show because I'm just like, oh, everyone's nice and like. That's why you should try making it. You should try watching the season of making it with me, because it's. The Amy Poehler and... Oh, I'm not against it at all. Yeah, just, but they're also just... It. It's the nicest US-based one I've ever seen. <laughs> Which, I feel like that is saying a lot that there's a one... There's a US show where people are nice. 
It's true. But I just, I don't know. I don't need all of the, I don't know why so many reality shows are desperate to have their villain of the season. And, you know, I I just, I don't need it. But I, I know that it seems like most shows need that yeah. or think that they need it. But Well, it's because they need, they feel the need to construct the narrative. And generally, that's the narrative people know is, like, the good ones, the bad ones, and, like, whatever. I, I will say, like, I watched a lot of Top Model that the Drag Race started as, like, a slight parody of. And my favorite parts of Top Model were, like, the photo shoots and stuff like that, rather than when they started getting, like, catty and stuff. But I, I would say that RuPaul's Drag Race holds up better under later watchings for like critique and all that kind of stuff like michelle visage really has like on-spot critique you watch the critique of america's next top model and you're like wow you're just mean like (laughs) like you set these people up for failure yeah at least you know sometimes it it, they have to be a little harsh just to get through but i feel like for the most part the judges on on drag race especially michelle like mm-hmm. sometimes i'll be thinking like someone needs to tell someone needs to tell her that this thing that she's doing on the runway is not working and it doesn't it's not good and it's usually michelle is the one that will will say exactly what I, i'm thinking but i feel like with all the judges it at the end of the day comes from a constructive place yeah and so you know much like in acting and performing and stuff, it's just you have to be able to hear what they're saying and take the note and listen to it. That's like my my personal biggest pet peeves with fellow actors is like, take the note. And so people will be like, yeah, but I was doing this. Take the note. Even if you disagree with it, there's still something you can take away from mm-hmm. it. Just, just acknowledge what was said. And then, you know, use it what you will, but just take the note. I, I it's just a, that's like the theater kid in me of just mm-hmm. like, you don't, don't access. It's not the tower place. If you need to like talk to the director later or whatever, you know, and I'm sure, you know, on Drag Race, they have the ability to just be like, hey, I need to, I don't like what Michelle said. I really need to discuss it. I'm sure that, you know. There, there's a, a part from oh man i think it had to be in all stars that had adore delano because she knew michelle and so there's a whole part where i think she came back and she was feeling really bad about all of it and like critique she got from michelle and there's like you know a moment of them talking it out away from it because like they are friends like in life they are friends and so you know, it had to be like a, this is not a you and personal thing. We're still friends. This is just competition. Yeah. And so I, I, I wish there was a bit more of that. I'm, oh, there we go. There's something I, I could say that I, I, I almost forgot about that I really like, which is uh, for the, the top three mm-hmm. when they sit down and uh, it's usually on Michelle and Rue's podcast and they just kind of talks about mm-hmm. stuff to me. I don't know. That always fills me with a lot of fills me with a lot of joy because you know obviously it's it means something if you made it that far in the competition and to just kind of have that 
more relaxed discussion mm -hmm. rather than you know they get to take a breather a breather a breather breath, from the competition for a minute and just you know be people and talk to each other like we're doing now just yeah. having a conversation i actually really like that and forgot how much that i enjoy seeing that yeah, i agree with that so. i would say the thing i like least is whenever we see them struggle with choreography oh yeah i hate that it's so rough uh, and i and i know like from a you know from a show standpoint you have to see like the look how rough the rehearsals were but then look how it turned out in the end yep sometimes it's look they turned it around they they pulled through and sometimes it's well you know it and was they should the never let queens vote on each other like that's the other thing i see no. holds lipstick that the audience can't see i'm going home <laughs> i saw that one it was oh like man that, uh, creme. I do remember that. Who did vividly. amazing and also has like some of my favorite lip sync moments. Uh, her just oh, the so good doing seeing that and then cutting to Rue just being like, "Excuse me, you're doing what on my show?" Priceless. That's great. But I think of like the the hate that Naomi Smalls got. Yeah. For sending uh, Manila Luzon home. Oh yeah, dude. All right. I'll I'll put my opinion on that. That was a baller ass move. Yeah, she played the game and people got mad. And I'm like, this this is not RuPaul's best friend race. <laughs> yeah. See, I I was just like, okay, okay, that was. Well, it's because you knew respect. Like, like, here's the thing. This is the one thing I will say about All Stars, especially like the first two All Stars. The season with Trixie, maybe not so much, um, or at least it didn't come across the same way to me, but. All-Stars 1 pretty much seems set up to let a specific queen win. Like, to give her a second chance. All-Stars 2 also kind of read that way. Um, All-Stars 3, not as much. Um, at least not to me, specifically. And then you get to the next one, and it was pretty certain they were getting a lot of flack for having all of their All-Stars winners be, you know white and blonde oh i did see i did see yeah All and 4. so yeah you did because that's what that is yeah uh and, and so they got a lot of flack for that and a lot of people were pretty sure they were setting up some manila luzon who was like a fan favorite and like a very strong queen to like be the next person and then that didn't happen and that's why they had two winners <laughs> <laughs> anyway conspiracy theories <laughs> about drag race <laughs> Can I get a cackle again? <laughs> <laughs> I, soon I will figure out what that reminds Oh, I remember. This is, you want to get niche. We've already narrowed it down to two people for this niche. I'm going to narrow it down to maybe one person that might even just be myself. But you sounded like <laughs> one of the monsters from Banjo-Kazooie that whenever he sees you goes, nah <laughs> So, for all of our fans out there that have played Banjo-Kazooie on N64. <laughs> so, I just... I don't know why. It's, it's, it's the start of the cackles that I don't know how to do. No! no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, speaking of crackles, I cracked my you knuckles. You did. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to discuss? I mean, I, I've... 
pretty much exhausted my knowledge of Drag Race, but it's growing. Because I've been watching more and more. You have. And I, it's a lot of fun watching with someone whose opinions, you know, we we have a lot of the same thoughts that going on and we both kind of enjoy the same parts of it. So I, I like that kind of report. It's fun watching it with somebody so you can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I When I first started watching, there was so much talk about Drag Race that I felt like I didn't have enough opinion on it to really say but now i'm as i've seen more and more i have and watching with you especially i learned that i do have opinions you do have opinions because before i didn't really have much of an opinion well before i just no shade just you were given just so much information before the ability to form an opinion yeah it was like here are three books on the biographies of every queen yeah and i wasn't able to retain anything yet but now I can, and I have opinions, and girl, I have thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also, I think, one of the things is you've also had to be a, a judge for lip sync battles. And it's stuff true. Like that. Actually, you're right. That that made a huge difference. For Would me. you like to expound upon that at all? Uh, so after I won, I was like, I'm not doing it again, and I was offered to a judge position position instead. I'm like, ah, yes, I will 100% be that person, because. I got the crown once. It's I saw it yesterday. It's a little plastic little tiara. It's great, and that's all I need. I will be the retired judge from the, <laughs> for the rest of my life, making those appearances. Uh, but I, I don't know. Yeah, it it definitely helped me see a lot more of the artistry and and you know and what you do and do not like. Yeah, what I do and do not like, and and everything. Under the sun, uh, but yeah, no, you're right. That I just really that's that definitely has a had a helped me form opinions. Yeah, it also helped you articulate what you are and are not happy with with things, and that's just something I've noticed watching with you. Yeah, I have opinions. You, you now. pull no punches. It's true. I know. Always want special treatment. Get none. <laughs> Ever. No. Nope. <sighs> Not in lip syncs, not in Dungeons and Dragons. Not ever. No special treatment. In fact, the first time I DM'd a game, I accidentally put me at disadvantage in every way and in did not every realize. possible way. Anyway, somehow we went to Drag Race and still got back to D and D. Hey, there's a show. Uh, yeah. There's a Drag Race D and D show. It's all. It's all good. It's all under the same umbrella. I was going to say something, and it was not good. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was ominous and <laughs> Nah, nah. Uh, yeah, I think that that's that's our our Pride episode. Woo! Woo! Happy Pride to everyone. Happy we love pride. you. We love you. Yeah. This is a safe space for everybody. Nothing but love. Except for your Snorlax, who just gets leaned on <laughs> i can't help it snorlax is comfortable and it needs something to lean on because this bed is hard yeah he doesn't care but tell us uh what you'd like us to cover to cover and talk about and give our thoughts and opinions on since we know that we have them and you know that we have them now uh, <laughs> and yeah, you like know that our that. our interests are vast and varied yeah but you we also want you to know that we appreciate you listening to our stuff and while you listen to us, we want you to know that you are still seen and heard. Uh, 
less on the scene part because we can't see you. But but you we can hear you if you talk to us, you know, places like Instagram or Twitter or YouTube comments or something. Yeah. Because I am Amory by the Sea everywhere on the internet. And I am Case Crusader. We love you. You are valid. Talk to us. We will talk back. Talk to us. BB. Talk nerdy to us. BB. And with that, sashay away. Goodbye.